Come on. Welcome, Leftler. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Dr. Marcy Beagle. Marcy, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Welcome back. Dr. Marcy is CEO of Behavior and Beyond. She's a parenting and behavior expert, a mental health consultant, and a speaker. Excited to have you back on. Marcy, tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. So my personal life, I just moved to a brand new apartment that I have been spending most of my personal energy thinking about how to redecorate and really settle into it feels like the perfect time as things are shifting and opening back up to be having a new beginning. So I am delighted that my life is aligning with what's happening in, at least in New York, in the world, I should say. Nice. Um, I do what I do. I work with families and I work with adults to understand how to navigate humanness better because I think humans are fascinating. I also really believe that if we as the adult put the right tools in place for our children, all behavior can change. There can be happier homes. There can be more laughter. And most importantly, your children can grow up to be wonderful, happy, fantastic, amazing humans. And sometimes we need a few additional tools than what naturally organically is in our head. So that's why I do what I do. Amen. That's well said. I fancy myself a relatively capable, resourceful human being, but if I were just to rely on my intuition and impulses in raising my children, I would uh, fall flat on my face. So I appreciate everything you just said. And we were yes, talking about... Somehow, no, go ahead, please. Somehow in parenting, it always feels weird to ask for help and parents think they're supposed to innately know exactly what to do to raise their kids. And that's just not true. Just like everywhere else in our lives, we ask for help. We go to business school to learn how to run a business. We get a trainer to know how to get our physical health in order. We sometimes need to ask an expert what the best parenting strategy is for our child. Because what we organically know doesn't always match up with what they need. Yeah, that's fascinating, right? It's like, I want to be a perfect parent. I want to be a perfect dad. And so me thinking that I need to ask for help. Well, that would shatter my, whatever I have built up. Yeah. Yet we get mentors for all sorts of other ways and places. Asking for help as a parent isn't a sign of failure as a parent. It's a sign of strength. It's knowing that none of us were designed to do any of it alone. It takes a village. So invite the village in if you don't organically have it there with you. I like it. So out of the frying pan into the fire, needs to explain mm-hmm. to my kids why it is that we had to wear masks and 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 about this spiky ball that they see everywhere, which is terrifying. And now, Marcy, the Ukraine conflict comes up. Yes. Mm-hmm. We go from one difficult conversation to another difficult conversation to another. And some of the principles are the same about how to have hard conversations about the world with your kids. And some of them are different when we're talking about a pandemic versus a war. And so many parents are confused about how to talk to their kids about this because we want to protect our children from the fact that there is violence in the world, that there is this type of destruction and heartache and, quite frankly, cruelty. Yes, we can't not talk to them about it because they're going to hear about it. They're going to hear about it in school. They're going to hear about it 
on social media. They're going to hear about it on the news that just happened to be, you know, a snippet in between songs on the radio. They're going to hear about it. And you want to make sure that you are talking to your kids about the story you want them to get about this war. Doesn't mean having a really long conversation, short and sweet, is generally going to be the best way to do it, but frequently. Short and sweet and frequently. Mm-hmm. I like it. So um, I, I want to talk about just specifically, obviously, how to talk to kids about Ukraine. But you talked about is is there an overall framework that you say, okay, we're having a, a tough conversation about COVID, Ukraine, um, whatever it might be that, that, that you say, here, here, here's some of the rules of engagement. Is that the right question? Yeah. So part of it is opening the stage and saying, I'm going to tell you a few things about what I know is going on. As the grown-up, you want to be giving them the information. There's a war, Russia's invading the Ukraine, and a lot of people are getting hurt. If your kid's real little, that's all you're going to say. Mm-hmm. If your kid's older, depending on their age, you're going to add in more. And then you're going to pause and say, what questions do you have? They might already know a whole bunch of information, have a whole bunch of questions and have a whole bunch of feelings. And it's just going to pour on out and they're going to share everything. Or they might be like, I don't, I don't know what that means. And so the next step is then they don't have any questions to tell them what that means in the world, right? A little bit of that framework of, Uh, there are some people who are doing these things and then always bring it back to your home. What does that mean for your family? Are you physically safe? Are your loved ones who your children personally know physically safe? Because that's really important. And then add in, what are you going to do? How are you going to help? How are you going to contribute? Think about that can be as simple as saying, we're going to send some love. We're going to send some prayers to the people who are being hurt. It can be that simple. It can be, we're gonna send money because we know donations are needed. It can be, we're gonna go find Ukraine businesses and buy from them. Whatever it is that your family wants to do to support this effort, let your kids know so they understand we all participate in one way or another. I love it. So, starting point is want to sit down and have a conversation or we're already sitting down we're, we're at the breakfast table we're, we're having a conversation going through our regular routine and then it's you know hey little marcy I, I don't know if you've seen this or not but there is a war going on in a country called the ukraine and then we talk about here are sort of for lack of a better term the facts as as we know them mm-hmm. yeah exactly Now, we as adults always think that the hard conversations have to happen when we're sitting down and we're face to face and we're going to do this thing. We get kind of serious about it. Kids are not like that. When especially, you know, kids under 10, if they're in motion, it's going to be easier. The walk to school or the drive to school, right? When you're on your way to soccer practice, on your way to dance class, you know, when you're walking home from a friend's house being like, you know, have you heard about this? I wanted to, to talk to you about it. How are you feeling? You know, or if you happen to walk by, walk into a store and the news is on and they hear something, be like, did you hear that? Because there's some big stuff and I want to check in with you about it. So it's not a serious conversation. It's a however life unfolds. 
Nice. Okay. And is that something that, that it, it is that's, that's, that's then I don't want to say better or, or preferred to, if there's something that I want to talk to my kid about, if I want to talk to James about Ukraine, I just can look for an opportunity to sort of serendipitously, serendipitously bring it up or, or when we're in motion versus we don't need to schedule a meeting and I don't need to send him a calendar invite. Well, I mean, if your kid is really good on the calendar invites, I fully support that. <laughs> I would suggest trying both. Okay. My preference with kids, and I find that most of the kids that I am around, and I'm around a lot, tend to be that natural organic conversation is better for them. Yet there are always certain kids that when they're, they have something important to talk about, they want to sit on the couch and really talk to you. And so try both and see which resonates better with your child. See what actually gets them talking as opposed to you talking. And then from there, keep moving forward because this is not going to be a one and done conversation. This might be a daily conversation, a daily check-in, depending on how heavy it's sitting on your child's heart, or it might be in every few days you got lots of opportunities to learn what's going to work best for the flow in your family. You might have a morning kid versus an evening kid. Hmm. Check that stuff out too. I like it. So we've all been asked by somebody or a parent when we were little, what'd you learn at school today? And I've certainly fallen guilty, uh, fallen uh, pray to that as well. I asked my kid what, what what they learned at school today or something like that, and just get nothing back. So when I'm trying to ask, hey, want to you know we're we're grabbing an ice cream and war in Ukraine, and here's what's going on. What do you think about that? And I just get kind of a blank stare. How else can I? How can I better ask a question? I would ask, have your teachers said anything about it? Because a lot of teachers are, are using it as lessons and talking to their kids about it because someone brings it up. Have any of your friends shared anything about this? Now, if you have a tween or a teen, I would also ask them if they've seen anything on social media. A lot of kids are learning a ton about this war on TikTok, which is amazing and terrifying for me all at the same time. Because <laughs> it means that your kids are seeing things that really can be impactful for them. So you want to be checking in. Have you seen anything about this? Those real-time videos allow us to inside experiences we couldn't have before. And that's phenomenal. But it's scary when your 11-year-old is seeing pieces of war. Oh, yeah. yeah, There's there's no doubt about that. Um, And there's probably a deeper conversation to be had about why is your child on TikTok when they're 11 years old? But that's neither here nor there, Marcy. All right, so That's a different episode completely. Social media yeah, and kids, we could go that is another for sure. round for that. So um, being able to to hopefully just draw out of them whatever they're interested in sharing or whatever's on their mind or their heart and and then helping to to sort of frame what that means. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. And that that I can definitely that'll be a series of conversations, certainly. Yeah. And then our art are we physically safe? I think that that, yeah. se- that that seems to make a lot of sense as a question. Mm-hmm. The are we physically safe allows them to ground in the fact that while people are getting hurt, am I at risk? Mm. Right? We're hearing about bombs falling. We're hearing about cities being destroyed. And, and it, is that going to happen here? Is that going to happen to my house? Is that going to happen in my home? Is always where we go. Not because your child is selfish and egocentric, but because our own survival 
becomes the forefront in many conversations. If I am safe, then I can help others, right? We put on our own oxygen mask before helping someone else. If I know I am safe, I live in New York City, I'm very safe right now. I have a lot more capacity to help people far away because I know that I'm not at risk. If I'm at risk, well, then I have to do things to make sure I am physically safe. And your child is gonna start thinking that way. What, what's gonna happen now? And their anxiety will go up. So you wanna bring their anxiety down by letting them know if they are. If they're not, if you happen to be somewhere where you are not safe, then you start talking about what you're doing that helps you be safe. Mm. Now, whether that's because you're sleeping in a particular place that you know is safe, maybe you talk about the food that you have in storage, maybe you talk about the water supply that you have. But when you are not safe, you have to talk about what you are doing for your children that is helping to protect them. You can't do everything, but this is what we are doing because actions combat anxiety. And no matter what the dynamic is, that will, that will always help. What are we doing? Nice. Actions combat anxiety. That's yeah. true for us grownups too. Mm -hmm. And the reality that, uh, that 99% of us, probably me included, if you just gave me a blank map, could I tell you where Ukraine was right now? Well, let's be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure probably, but, but, but maybe not. So why would my five-year-old have any idea if Ukraine was, you know, just South of Russia or, you know, two blocks away from us, right? They have right. no idea. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. They don't really have that scope. And for them, the world sometimes feels really huge or really small, and they don't know how far different things can go. So yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Right. And that, that, that actions combat anxiety and just letting them know, hey, there's a lot of things that, that we can't do to, to help people in Ukraine, but these are the things that, that, that we can do and that we are doing would you mm -hmm. like to do that? Yeah. Or we are doing this as a family, mm. right? We're going to go through and we're going to collect clothes to send. We're going to go to a, a center that is collecting items and we're going to help them pack it up. We're going to each take $20 out of our bank accounts and donate it, you know, so that they can feel like they are part of, you know, if they have their own money, maybe they give a dollar for every whatever of yours, if they don't, then talk about the collective one. Whatever you're doing, have them be part of it. So yes, there are certainly ways to ask them if they want to do something, ask them if they want to participate. And there are other things that just as a parent, you lead the conversation and say, this is what we do. When people are in trouble, this is what, how we help them. And it allows them to build empathy, to build compassion, to build that idea that the world is bigger than themselves which using a really heartbreaking global situation to teach your children to be better humans is really the end game of it all. It's why we have these hard conversations so that they can learn what do we do when it happens. I like it. That makes a lot of sense. That sounds easy enough, Marcy. I, I, I should be able to do that. <laughs> all right, well, go have a few conversations, come back and let me know how it goes. And then we'll, you know, problem solve from there because it, it is that easy, right? It is, you follow these steps and, and feelings come up so it can feel kerfuffly going through it, but that's part of the conversation. Be bold enough to tell your kids that it's hard for you, that you feel sad, that you're not sure what to do, but here's where you're gonna start. When we share our feelings as parents, 
we let our kids know that it's okay for them to share theirs. I love it. And I'm thinking about just all the different scenarios that, and all the important conversations that we have to have and how it probably does make more sense to just be in motion versus building up this big thing. Like I need to talk to my kids about whatever, sex, Ukraine, COVID, uh, I don't need to make it this big, uncomfortable sit down kind of a thing. So unless yeah. my kid is an expert at, at, at calendaring and loves it. Exactly. And remember the difference between your uncomfortability and your kids. Mm-hmm. Our kids, a lot of times don't have the same hangups. They don't have the same history. They don't have the same, like, oh, this is a taboo subject that we have as adults. And so they're like, cool, let's talk about that. Great. On to the next. And so manage your own anxiety, manage your own icky feelings about having to talk to your kids about these big things so that you can go in without that as part of the conversation. Sadness, when a situation is sad, yes. But awkwardness, that's yours. And you don't want to pass that on to your kids. Love it. Well, Marcy, people are ready for your difference making tip, even though you've already given me a big list. What do you have for them? So I have two. One of them comes back to when you asked about school. Talk to your teachers. Send them an email and say, hey, I've been talking to my kids about what's happening. I wonder what you're sharing in school so that you can build that bridge and partner. A quick email to build that is going to make a huge difference in what your kids understand. So that's one. And two, remember that this is all about humanity. These big conversations, whether it's about a war or COVID or anything else that's happening in the world, it's about teaching your children that other people's lives matter that other humans are out there struggling and you're going to help make it better because it gives them perspective on their own struggle. And ultimately we all want to have a world full of more amazing humans. I think that that is great stuff. It definitely gets, come on. Yes. We want more amazing humans, Marcy. I love it. Thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Absolutely. It has been a delight to be here. So the best place to find me is my website, which is drmarcy.com, D-R-M-A-R-C-I-E.com. You can also engage with a bunch of my content on my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Marcy Beagle on YouTube. Excellent. Come find me, chat with me, let me know your thoughts and let me know your questions. Perfect. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Marcy appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to drmarcy.com. It's D-R-M-A-R-C-I-E.com. Find her on YouTube at Dr. Marcy Beagle. It's B-E-I-G-E-L. And check out all the great resources and do an even more amazing job talking to your kids than, 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 than you are already doing. Thanks again, Marcy. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. And until next time, keep fighting the good fights. We are all in this together.